0: If you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from
1: regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. You're with Alana and Jade. And today, prepare yourself, part two of marketing strategy. Today, we're talking developing your plan
0: yes we are
1: (laughs) so you already know why we're doing this if you didn't skip back to episode 37 for part one got lots of good nuggets in it then pause we gave you two weeks between these episodes to do your homework and get ready for this so feel free to go and do that now and then come back
0: (laughs) So in part one you would have been doing your research and then your goal setting figuring out who your target market was or were, there's there's more than one, and also working out the key messages. So that was part one. Now it's to put your plan together. So we're gonna go over your marketing activities, your overall marketing budget, and a timeline that will serve as your action plan.
1: So how do we get started with this, Jane?
0: Okay, so we're gonna use your research, your goals, your relevant target markets, and your relevant key messages from part one. And now we're gonna work out what are the activities that you could do to suit them. So an easy place to start is to look at what you're currently doing. So what are the current marketing activities which you would have worked out during your research part and having a look at what needs to be improved or upgraded Um, And what could potentially be stopped? So we did touch on a little bit last time is that sometimes if we don't have a strategy or plan in place, we sometimes do activities, um, you know, especially in marketing that might not actually serve us. They might not be necessary because they don't actually help us get to where we want to go or could just really
1: be recalibrated
0: exactly so I mean I'm one of those people who I honestly think that everything can be improved like there's nothing in probably my life or my business where I look at it and go that is a hundred percent perfect just the way it is and I never ever want to change it like I always think things can be improved and I don't mean that in a bad way yeah it's just that I'm always looking for new opportunities and learning new things and I I enjoy upgrading stuff all the time so
1: think of it as growth rather than needing something fixed or upgraded
0: exactly it's like, how would you make this better as opposed to, oh, God, this is a travesty. Like, it's so crap. We shouldn't be using it because it's in a bad state. So have a look at what you've currently got and what you could be doing better or what you should maybe just cut out um, altogether. So, for example, I've had this come up a couple of times in marketing strategies where a client will have a Twitter account and it's they're not using it at all and it's also not doesn't suit their actual overall plan either. It's not going to help them achieve their goals because their market's not there, etc. And so I'll say to them look, close the account down. Yeah. Because when you have a dormant account like that and someone comes across it, it can make them like a non-active account can look like a non-active business. And that's not necessarily the case. So there's certain things that you might go like actually we're no longer going to be doing this. So for example, corporate profile That might have been something that you used a lot back in the day, whereas now you're like, actually, we've had our last lot for five years and it's been sitting in the cupboard. Yeah. I'm not going to improve it. I'm not going to redo it. I'm actually not going to not going to have it anymore sort of thing. So
1: you might attract business a different way or you might not be applying for tenders like you used to. Or, exactly. You
0: know, Businesses change, grow and evolve. And your marketing needs to do that with it. So once you have a look at what you're currently doing and how it can be improved, then you can have a look at what are the new things that you could do to achieve your goals with those audiences. And we look at this in two different sections. I like to call it your marketing baseline and then your next level marketing.
1: So your marketing baseline is the stuff that works for you 24 seven?
0: It's the stuff that's always there. So it's stuff like your branding, your image library, your website, social media, Um, For some businesses, it'll be your uniforms, your signage, um, your stationery, like your email sigs and business cards. Um, You know, for some businesses, their baseline includes networking. So they've got to consistently getting out there and meeting, um, talking to their target market all the time. Yeah. So, um, for example, if you did a lot of tenders, then your capability statement or a, a template for doing your tenders, that could be part of your baseline. Um, if, you know, for us, for example, we go for tenders, you know, not very often. So that wouldn't be something that I would say is a baseline activity for us because it's not frequently used. Yeah. If you're setting up a new pipeline, so say you want to, you know, you're setting up a recruitment pipeline or you're targeting a particular type of new client, um, then you setting up an optimized landing page on your website could be part of your baseline. So it's really thinking about what are the things that are going to be running for you consistently day in and day out. That's your baseline. Um, If you already have an email database in place, then it could be setting up email marketing um, is going to be part of your baseline. Um, If you don't have an email database in place, then it could be setting up a system for getting subscribers. So it's just thinking about what are the things that you are going to be doing basically every day, every week, every month, every year, what's the stuff that's working for you for your marketing 24 seven and nine times out of 10, like things like branding, image library, and your website you know those ones are pretty much whatever business you have you're going to have those things yeah whereas for some businesses you know um social media might not be part of their baseline they might not need socials at all sort of thing or it could be that they're going to launch a big recruitment drive so their next level marketing will include linkedin but not their baseline
1: exactly so you're telling me not every business needs social media oh my god <laughs> no, you freaked me out
0: <laughs> yeah sorry i hope we didn't just lose a whole bunch of clients there. we don't need you to do social media management, good day, sir.
1: If it's a part of
0: your strategy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so baseline stuff is like Lani said, it's the 24-7, it's the always there, it's mm-hmm. your ongoing salesman.
1: Yeah. So your marketing next level is once your baseline's running in place nice and smooth or consistently. So you said you're gonna do email marketing doing that every month you need to be keeping that rolling every month so once you've got all that in place then you can go to next level with your bigger wish list items or maybe your campaigns
0: exactly so for example if one of your um, goals is to launch a product product then you're going to need a marketing campaign to do that and with the marketing for your new product When you actually launch it, you might go, okay, we're going to do radio, TV, a billboard, Facebook ads, Google search, YouTube. Um, We're going to go hard for two months and really get the awareness out there with these particular audiences and we need to let them know this because this is this great new product that they need. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do that all year. No. That is just for that launch. That's why it's your next level stuff. Now, some of that next level stuff, may work out so well or be so cost effective that it then becomes part of your baseline. So you might go, okay, Google search was a fantastic traffic search for us. We get a lot of people coming through. A lot of those people are buying. Then you might go, okay, Google search for that product is now just part of our baseline. We just have Google search running for it pretty much all year round. But when you're first doing that launch, you're not going to, you know, you're going to do a lot more activity than just your everyday stuff. So you might be wanting to generate more leads by finding more of your ideal client types. Now that your foundations are all in place, you know you've got everything, you've optimized your website, your socials are consistent, you've finally got your freaking email signature sorted out so you look a bit more professional when you're communicating <laughs> with people, etc cetera, etc, cetera. your foundation's in place, so you've got to think about how you're going to what are the extra activities that will help you reach those people. And that's where you might want to look at how did you get your current people and how could you supercharge that? So is there a place that they hang out in person or online where you need to be showing up in a big way to grab their attention? So I talked about like networking and public speaking and stuff before. So for example, you might be targeting an audience that does go to networking functions and stuff a lot. So part of your baseline is going to networking functions. Yeah. But then you might go, OK, part of our next level is that we're going to pitch for us to speak at these particular events where we know our target market are going to be in attendance. Or
1: have marketing collateral or sponsor those networking events, like becoming, Get involved. getting those partnerships happening.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if there's. Um, something where they're at regularly. So, for example, like I said, with the networking, but it could be that they might listen to the radio. So Mm -hmm. there might be someone who listens to drive time on the way to work or way home or something. So you might have part of your baseline is that you run radio one week on, one week off you know, one month on, one month off throughout the year. So you just have branding stuff happening all the time, but then you're trying to do a big push to get new clients from that target market. So you might do a special three months where you put a bigger spend on it, you sponsor something, there's a promotion, you get the station involved, it's like a whole big competition. You're not running that competition all year round, None. it is just a once-off next-level marketing thing to get you that extra exposure and that extra boost um, with to achieve those goals. Um, yeah, so basically, you just want to get into the shoes of your target audience and think about how they can help you achieve your goals. And if you've already worked out what you need to tell them then it's just thinking about where is it that you need to tell them that where are they how can you be there too and whether that is just you know some of its foundation stuff but some of it will be that next level bigger stuff
1: and that's the fun stuff of the marketing like you've got your baseline you've got this is what we do every day but this is the next level is where you get to try things so if you've never Experiment. done yeah, yeah if you've never done google ads let's give it a while if you've never done billboards let's see what would work and how we can relate it back to our goals you know you get to try and see how those things would go
0: 100 if it doesn't
1: work well you don't love the results try something different mm-hmm. like you know that's how you work out what works for you
0: and it is and if you're not ever going to try anything new then you're never gonna you know really progress either because like while there might be some things that you know with your baseline it is sort of improving what you've already got and having those things in place that you sort of know you need to have all the time yeah whereas like Lani says the next level stuff is like Yeah, we've been meaning to try billboard for ages. We've got this particular event coming up. Why don't we try billboard for it and see how that works? Like it's, you know, what are some of the things that you've been wanting? Because at the end of the day, marketing is not a science, man. Like we use a lot of data and research and analytics and stuff. But I can't tell you 100% that if you do radio and a magazine editorial and, um, facebook Live. you'll sell
1: all your event tickets yeah exactly (laughs) like
0: there is no one i know who can give you that guarantee there's no magic answer for that but we can do it and do it well and then have a look at it and see how it goes and
1: that's really just the point we're just making sure that these relate back to our goals and our marketing objectives yeah so there's actually purpose to it it's not just like your logo on a billboard full stop percent, That might be the goal. You might just want branding. I'd probably put a tagline on it, but there's, <laughs> definitely, their own. there's definitely ways you can strategize that. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> okay, so next is where I usually come into things and we're talking about budget. Jade's laughing, but she doesn't like money.
0: I I love money. I think money is amazing. Okay, there's you don't all
1: like my- numbers. No,
0: I don't like numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a lot of fun stuff with money, but the whole working out how the numbers fit together piece is, is Lani's jam.
1: <laughs> okay. So with your next level part, you've worked out, well, even if you're setting up your baseline, to be honest, um, both of these things, you've worked out what activities you're potentially wanting to look at and try. Tuning up things, adding some new activities. We're going to work out what they all cost. Because, yeah, it would be nice just to go, hey, I'm going to do all these marketing things and they're going to come out tomorrow. We all know the reality of that. It might take us 12 months to get this whole list done. It might take 24 months or longer. That is okay. We're not trying to steamroll that. These things take time and money. So we're listing out what what cost each activity has. And sometimes it's good to note on these activities if it's going to take a lot of your time. So you might be outsourcing a website that's going to cost five grand or you might be writing all the copy for your website because you've got this really funky idea and style and branding language and tone that you use and you want to do it yourself. So, you know, I would absolutely note in each of these activities if that's the case because, you know, that time is money.
0: Yeah. And that said it. it's sort of like once you know the costings for things in like Lani said not just the cost if you're using a supplier for something but the cost of yourself and your team and your time as well then that helps you weed out what are the activities that you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Yes. So you might've planned that um, we're gonna do social media consistently across these two platforms, um, using stories, posts, and lives, etc., because we know our audience hang out there all the time. And then when you work out the cost to yourself, you might go, holy crap, we need to outsource this. Yeah. Or you might look at the cost of outsourcing and go, oh, no, hold on, that's more than what I was expecting. So then you might go, okay, which of those, is there maybe one of those two platforms that is a lot more in line with my target audience? So, again, like we said in the last one. But when a strategy is not just the thinking and planning, it's being selective. Yes. So when you have, you know, oh, here's all the things I could do for my marketing and then, and they're in align with your goals and your target market and your key messages, but then there's some things that are just out of your budget at the moment, then that's how you start to select and be strategic and go, okay, I'm not going to do the billboard, but I am going to do the new website because yes. I think that's actually really going to be worth it
1: hundred percent.
0: So once you know what those costs are, then it's time to finalize your activity list. So go through and cull anything that you're not going to do or that you might not have the time for, so you're gonna get a supplier or you can't afford the supplier, so you're gonna do it yourself. You know, whatever that final list is, then you're gonna put it into a 12 month timeline. So I recommend breaking down your activity into the major steps. So if you were updating your website and you're gonna manage it yourself, in-house and not go through it like a marketing person to do it, then it's like, okay, what are the big, like not every single nitty gritty detail, but what are the big steps involved in um, upgrading your website? So it could be reviewing your current site, finalize the list of changes you want made, writing or updating the text that you need. Um, collating the images and other content that you need. So, for example, you might have done an updated capability statement that you want to have to download on it, you know, getting all of those things together. Then it's making those updates, proofing those updates, finalising them and setting it live, and then celebrating with a wine and moving on to the next thing.
1: (laughs) So that might take three months. The first might be, you know, collating all that stuff. The second might be implementing the actual website. The third month will be celebrating. (laughs)
0: <laughs> reviewing and celebrating reviewing and celebrating yeah. exactly so that's where you can plot so you know that you're going to do the website upgrade but realistically is it going to be that you you do the um, review of current and collating and writing in June yeah and then in Jul- July you make the updates and then in August you do final proofing with your team and all that kind of stuff like plotting those things onto your timeline. So with each of those major steps, when you plot them out into a 12-month calendar, this is where our template comes in super handy. So if you didn't ep- download it in part one, I recommend going to the show notes um, for this episode or rebelnation.com.au forward slash marketing strategy template um, because we have this basically all set up ready for you to go where you can just start, um, you know, fill out the template for your strategy and then... Plot in those activities on the timeline. So yeah, and basically this is now your action plan. So you've done all the thinking and planning, etc. Like that's what your strategy part is, where you figured out, you know, who it was and the goals and, and all the activities, etc., and you've distilled it down into what it is that you're actually going to do, and you've, you know, got the costs and everything for it. Then putting all those milestones onto an actual 12-month calendar template this is now your to-do list. This is your checklist.
1: So do not wait till January to start this. You can start this from you know, now, anytime. Um, And just keep in mind when you are plotting out those activities, when your busy periods are, like if you are a financial advisor, again, we're talking about the same example, (laughs) you know, you're probably really busy around end of financial year. So, you know, don't plan 20 activities that you're totally going to fall on your face and then feel crappy that you're not kept to your timeline up. Don't set yourself
0: up for disaster, basically. Yeah,
1: if you only do three things a month but you smash them out and it's awesome, then, you know, celebrate with a wine. Great. (laughs) Basically. Don't make it too hard. So
0: our next step is going to be to help you actually put this plan into place and then also how to get the most out of your plan. So that is going to be our next episode and that comes out on the 19th of August. So again, you've got two weeks to go in and figure out what are the activities that you're going to do? What's going to be your baseline? What's next level? How much is all this shit going to cost me and when am I going to do it?
1: Absolutely. So, our wrap-up tip for you is we highly recommend putting your cost into that timeline as well beside each activity. So, that way then you'll know the cost per activity but also have a budget for that month. Um, You can move things around if needed, higher or lower cash flow months. It's just helping you plan it out. Um, Again, our marketing strategy template makes this super easy. So, download that from the show notes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, basically you want to know that, okay, it's going to cost me $5,000 to have my website. But to get my new website built or something like that, but then it's like okay, you know, there's not it's not going to all happen in one month, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be a five grand month. What well, it might be, a the supplier might bill
1: you all in once, or they might crack it open into a couple of different bills. You know, you might want to get all your printing done in one go and realize, oh, that's ten grand worth of printing. I might split that up. Exactly, space it out, and that's
0: where that timeline is useful because you have the cost. You know how much like, for example, you're getting your printing done for everything is, but then you might, okay, we'll get business cards and with comps printed in um, June and then in July we'll get capability statements printed. And then so you kind of like then know, all right, these this this is my rough marketing budget for June. This is my budget for July, et cetera. Oh, no, hold on. July is really quiet for us. I'm actually not going to spend any money then. I'm going to do the printing for the cap statement in August. Um, We don't have an event until September, so it still works out. So this is where doing that higher level planning over the 12 months, um, makes a lot
1: of sense and just again makes your
0: life a lot easier
1: and you know you might look at all those activities and go right that's not quite within our budget how can we rejig this to make it work for us yeah so it's just a helpful overview there exactly Awesome. Well, we hope you enjoy your homework. Any questions, anything you want to chat about, make sure you get in touch with us. Let us know how you're going.
0: Let us know (laughs) know if you're doing it. I'm so keen to find out. (laughs)
1: Um, Just a reminder, make sure you tune in on August 19 for part three of this marketing strategy series. See you then. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this
0: episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.